Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our scenario is entitled A Trick of the Light. It was written by Janice Hill, and she is GMing it for us. Mick Swan will be giving the recap as his character Preston Barkley. This is episode two. Jazz is on the rise. The players are ready. Let's begin our journey into the darkness. Nick. Thank you. What a week it's been. I partnered up with Manhattan Harry, Corky Matthews, and Larry the Frog to take some sap for four large on a moody bond deal. Harry and Corky were off to Atlantic City, and Larry was visiting his folks in that creepy old place of theirs up past Ipswich. I didn't think much of either option, so I decided to ankle over to the rent party at my old, my old friend that my old friend Pearly was throwing downtown. Everything was copacetic, copacetic. I was sitting pretty, but I still had the feeling that were I, there were eyes on me after that caper, so I took the long route by way of Benny's and picked up a bottle of brown on the way. By the time I hit the rub, the joint was jumping. All sorts of hopped-up cats hoofing and making whoopee, the air thick with cigarette smoke, and over it all that sweet, stomping, devilish rhythm. It was so thick with bodies in there that I had a hard time finding anyone I knew. But as I was throwing some kale in the collection plate, I bumped into my old buddy Gerard. He's a real live wire, that one. We punched the bag a while, but it looked like his main meal for the night was impressing some dame from the papers who he hoped might give him a good write-up for his art. You know, these artists. He's a couple of steaks short of a barbecue, and I, I kind of think he might be a three-letter man. But he's a good fella, and, and I've got plenty of time for old Frenchie. Over on the other side of the room, I spotted Diz Ardizoni, what you might call an old business acquaintance of mine, but he kind of blew me off and pretended not to know me and gave me the icy mitt at first. Now, you know me. I ain't the kind to take offense, but I was a little hurt is all. I figured it had something to do with the fella he was with, some sharp-looking type from south of the border who looked straight through me. My guess is he's Diz's connection, you know. I guess he's looking to up his action a bit and didn't want me sticking my snout in his trough. Anyway, he passed me a reefer and we chewed the fat a little, but I got the feeling it was best to move on and mind my own beeswax. I milled about for a while, soaking up the scene, smoking that jive and knocking back a jaw of mesquite before Pearly and the boys struck up a game with some hot jazz. I got swept up it, in it and made a bit of a putz of myself, gushing at Frankie and Johnny, the horn players. I guessed it was time to go outside and take the air for a while, and by the look of things, I wasn't the only one. Pearly was looking rough, kind of tired, not his usual self at all. I got to talking with that Dame Maggie, the one Frenchie was so keen to impress, but I kept cavey. I'm not sure about those newspapers newspaper types you never know what when they might smell a story and in my line of work that could make a lot of trouble properly aired we all headed back inside for a snort or two to round off the night Frenchie disappeared into off into pearly's flop and came back with a couple of bottles of mother's ruin things thinned out a bit and we wound up just the last handful of us sitting around nursing our drinks and counting out the night's take as pearly wearily fessed up about the stew he'd gotten himself into I'm a bit hazy about what happened next. Maybe it was the booze or the jive, but somehow we all ended up staring at this screwy-looking painting of a broad perch on a bed. Okay, if you like that kind of thing, but it weren't my cup of joe. This next bit you ain't going to believe. We, we stood there looking at this thing when it starts to move. I ain't kidding. The dame turns round, looks right at me as these things start moving towards her from the shadows and says, Help me. 
let me tell you, I've smoked the best stuff from Tijuana. I've smoked proper pen yen in those Chinese dives in Red Hook. But Hell's Teeth, I ain't never seen nothing like that. What makes it even stranger is that the others saw it too. Everyone but Frenchie, he didn't know what the hell we were talking about. I turned it over to try and figure out what the trick was, but it was just a painting. Just an ordinary painting. Johnny poked Pearly about the picture and said he wound up owing something on a dice game and was told to deliver it to work off his debt. He goes on to tell Maggie that he thinks he knew the woman in the picture, one of Lily Oleander's girls by all accounts. Some Jilly went missing a while back, so he thinks. He's supposed to deliver it to some swell up in Beacon Hill by the name of Stone. He looks worried. Properly worried. Not like Pearly at all. It looks like our pal's got himself into a lava over this, and could be this Jane's in the soup too. Now, I ain't no knight in shining armor, not by a long chalk, but I says we gotta do something about this. So it looks like I've gone and got myself signed up in this caper. Jeez, I sure know how to pick them, don't I? Thank you very much, Mick. Awesome. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Denise. Well, you folks are the last to leave the party. And uh, eventually, people will want to start getting back to their own digs and getting some sleep. Pearly looks pretty done in. Uh, he's kind of on his last legs. And um, eventually, you all will trickle out. Um, he will stop and chat very briefly with Frankie and John before they leave. Um, and uh, then you folks are all out on the stoop, saying your goodbyes, shaking hands, and one presumes at least making plans to meet sometime the next day, probably late afternoon since it's early morning and you've been up all night. Uh, Maggie seems to be the one sort of taking the lead on uh, most of this. So uh, Maggie, do you have a convenient place you'd like to get together with everyone uh, later in the afternoon? Um, yeah, uh, Maggie says, uh, I think we should all meet up, uh, there won't be anyone at the, the Globe's offices, um, if we all want to meet up there, um, if any of you, you know, have, have a location, but, um, I think we're all agreed that we need to, we need to help this girl. Okay. Is everyone else amenable to this plan? What what time do you want to get? To, what time do you want to get together? I need some sleep. Uh, shall we meet up? Uh, um, maybe three, four o'clock this afternoon. We. Oui. Angelica, I shall come by around two o'clock and help you clean up. It's time to go to bed. Ah, thank you. Good night, everybody. And I go just down to the basement uh, um, apartment. What about you, you, you lot there? And she if kind of wants, wants to, to crash on my. Uh, if anybody wants to crash on my couch, you're welcome. Well, I've got, I've got an appointment with my bed. Yeah, tomorrow afternoon sounds good. 
So where 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 are we meeting? Um, if if everyone's okay, we can meet at the the Globe's uh, office. Um, you know, we're we're centrally located, so I feel like that would be a, a good location. Um, if we need to do more research, uh, that would be a a good place to start. Okay. Um, I need to work through some of this. I, I, you know, that that name on the the painting sounds familiar, but I need to I need to be sure about that. Um, so I'm I'm going to look up a little bit more on that. Um, uh, does anyone have any contacts in Beacon Hill? I'm sure I could I could find someone to to get in with, but. Yeah, I know, I know, I know one, one or two people I can still talk to up there. Maybe, oh, good. maybe, maybe I know someone who knows someone. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll phone around. I'll, 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 I'll see what I can turn over. You're just quite the social butterfly, aren't you, Mr. Barkley? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My, my life is a one, one terrific social world. Indeed. And with that, I'm going to turn up my collar and trudge off home. Okay. And I expect to see the rest of you there. Yeah. 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 We're going to be there. I think we're all agreed we it's need at to. At five o'clock, right? Uh, let's let's it's meet. At five o'clock in the afternoon. And around six, uh, beauty rest. <laughs> let's meet. Uh, let's meet at oh. four p.m. Did you, did you All right. So I'll. See you later. All right. Yes, so I'll. You guys are making too much noise out there. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Maggie's gonna grab a cab. Is anyone going? Uh, anyone going uptown? Town is too ritzy for me. Oh. And I, I'm, I'm heading uh, the opposite direction. Oh, I see. Well, I will bid you adieu then. She'll get in the cab and drive off. All right, so I head off. All right, well, uh, given how late you were up, all of you can go to your various residences and uh, certainly fall into bed and get some sleep. Um, wake up a few hours later, grab a bite to eat. Uh, depending on what time you think you're likely to be waking up, uh, you may have an hour or two on your own if there's anything you want to do before you meet with Maggie over at the newspaper office. Hmm. I'm, I'm going to make one of those concoctions with um, Worcester sauce and tomato juice and lighter fluid and stuff that you drink after an eye on the town and uh, and some uh, raw egg cayenne pepper and a raw egg yeah and some Brown uranium 
around a, a, two bit, o'clock. a bit of radium <laughs> to make it glow. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I will. I will show up back at uh, Pearlie's apartment upstairs and and help Angelique clean up the place. She's probably not even up yet, but uh, I don't sleep much. All right. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a disaster there, as you can imagine, because uh, people left everything scattered around. There's glassware, uh, furniture has to get moved back. Uh, certainly, there'll be people's hats that have been left behind and a big lost and filed lost and found pile. Yeah, typical, um, typical of the usual party. Yeah, exactly. It was a little it was a little crazier last night because people started seeing pictures moving. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Angelina is definitely a bit hungover from her imbibing, so she's moving a little slow. Uh, Pearlie apparently is still asleep. He's probably not going to be up until late, late afternoon, early evening-ish. One of these days, you should figure out to do something with all these uh, extra bottles. Like, maybe reuse them. Recycle them. Well, the bootleggers will pick them up. Yeah. It will be... Oh, the bootleggers will probably bring more... more alcohol. <clears throat> when? That, that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just walking around, picking up bottles, throwing them in. They didn't even have trash bags, did they? Uh, not really. If you just toss them in the dumpster outside. Yeah, or in a, they, there's probably a wooden crate to pile mm. all those in and set them out by the stoop so either the rag and bone man or the bootleggers will pick it up to, uh. to refill them. And, uh, yeah, you can spend most of your afternoon helping her straighten up, and uh, then you can head over to the Globe about, uh, you know, 3 o'clock, 3.30. It's across town, so you'll have to either catch the, the trolley um, or uh, walk, since your funds are probably precluding you taking a taxi cab unless you right. want to pool with a couple of other people. How long would it take me to walk? Oh, maybe 45 minutes, about an hour. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk. Yeah, stretch your legs, clear your head. I'm, of course, dressed in something weird. But... Outrageous. Boob, boob tube and a grass skirt. <laughs> Not that weird. <laughs> but, uh, probably have my, my fluffy, uh, my fluffy uh, coat with my walking cane. <clears throat> uh, Frank and John, are you folks going to mostly just sleep the afternoon away? Is there anything else you want to do before you meet with Maggie? Well, I'll, I'll meet up with uh, Frankie. <clears throat> I guess we'll both uh, maybe go Dutch on a, on a taxi or something. Okay. I just think I probably have a car for getting the band around from gig to oh, gig. Oh, right, right, yeah. So you um, can swing by and pick him up. Yeah, I could do that. Oh, yeah, that, that works out a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> means I could sleep a little, little later. Exactly. Than, like maybe another <laughs> 10 minutes in. Yeah, I, I don't really have any other plans. I'll just... Yeah. Uh, Sleep late and uh, get up. Maybe hit the little greasy spoon on the corner and have some light breakfast, and then 
head over and pick up Johnny. Okay. How about you, Diz? Like uh, I'm staying downtown hotel, so I will walk over to the Globe. Okay. At the appointed time. So it looks like most everyone's going to convene pretty much right around 4 o'clock. Um, I'm assuming that Maggie's going to set aside a, a private meeting room or uh, some place where you guys can be fairly undisturbed. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure that there's, there's, I mean, no one's probably going to be really in there because it's Saturday and, you know, Saturday afternoon, yeah. everyone's pretty much cleared out, so. All right, well, they will uh, come in in dribs and drabs, most of them fairly on time. Uh, Gerard probably fashionably late. By about Early 15 season. minutes, yes. <laughs> Present. Okay, so everyone's in the room. Um, Maggie's going to say, uh, before I went to bed, uh, I called around. Uh, because that name was just stuck with me, and I was sure that I had heard it before of the the name of the the painter, uh, Jay Lambert, um, and then the name came to me. Uh, it was uh, Jeremiah Lambert. Uh, I've never actually seen any of this man's work before, uh, but he. Uh, uh, there, there, there was he was he was part of a scandal, I suppose, in in the Boston art world um, uh, a few years ago, uh, 1924. Um, it was a uh, somewhat of a, a shocking incident. I I don't really know a whole lot about the situation, um, but from what I can gather from people that were present. Uh, uh, was that he was related somehow to uh, a gentleman named, uh, let me see if I have my notes here, uh, Robert Upton Pickman. Uh, Pickman, um, I, I guess, was, uh, uh, I suppose, a surrealist of some sort. Uh, he uh, painted some disturbing uh, art uh, that quite upset the art club. Um, at the time. Uh, Lambert, who I suppose was a protege of, of this Mr. Pickman, uh, was defending him uh, at the, the board of the art club, and they didn't like that, so they, they kicked him out. Um, uh, so they, they kicked out Pickman, and Lambert resigned afterwards. Um, all I really could find out about the situation was that Pickman and Lambert had some sort of falling out, as artists tend to do, um, and uh, they they parted company, and that's as as far as I can get. Uh, no one really knows what happened to Pickman after that, and I haven't heard anything about Lambert either. Um, so that's that's about as far as I I got in my research before I crashed. Janice, have I ever seen a Pikmin? Uh, make roll, maybe. If you move in the Boston art circles. Well, I have for a little while. At least yeah. visiting museums and things. <laughs> Galleries um, and such. Oh, my dog. Um, 
43. What was I rolling against? Um, just kind of a general, have I seen that kind of roll? Uh, you probably heard some rumblings about the, the kind of the scandal with uh, him being booted out of the Boston Art Club. It's kind of a very Tony sort of prestigious uh, organization. Right. And uh, they generally don't boot people unless it's a pretty, uh, pretty egregious kind of thing. Uh, in, other, in other words, he was a brilliant artist, and those uh, snobs just didn't understand what they were looking at. <laughs> exactly. Too avant-garde for their tastes, for the bourgeois tastes of the art club. Oui. So it seems as if we are dealing with uh, someone who was, at least at some point, fairly well connected with the art world. Um, but it also seems as if we have uh, a prostitution ring involved. Uh, this could go very high. Um, I'm not sure how we should proceed in, in this matter, but I, I like I'm sure the rest of you, uh, felt very strongly when I saw that woman turn around and say, help me. I, I still don't understand it, and it's still foggy to me, but I feel like we, we have a sense of duty to her. I'm open to suggestions. So we're, we're all agreed that really happened. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, well, I other than you. It's just uh, your imagination after a long night of Arifa and, uh, and drinking. Yeah, but my, my imagination wouldn't wouldn't make anyone else see it. I didn't imagine that they saw it. Or did you? Well, you were all saying you saw it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it twice. Have you all compared notes? Well, I saw things coming out of the shadows towards that dame in the painting. And yep. then she turned around Sounds just about and right. she said, help me. That's exactly what I saw. And she looked right at me when she said it. We should have brought the painting with us. I, I, I'm worried about um, Pearlie's safety in this, in this matter. Um, if we can hold the painting somewhere, but he's going to have to create an alibi um, because it sounds like this painting is important to whoever he got it from. Do, what do you What do y'all think of? Should we Should we continue with Prelly's original test? Should we deliver this painting as if nothing happened, or should we hold on to it? Prelly well, doesn't want to do that right now. I, at least I, that's that's the uh he says that, that uh he where it's supposed to go or where it was sold so for right now i guess we hold on to it okay is that what pearly wants did did pearly get up and come with us no he's still sleeping he's at his place 
Yes, the poor man seemed racked with anxiety. Well, if, if there's one thing I know, it's that you, you don't go into any kind of situation without knowing the whys and wherefores. And in this case, we don't we don't know who's asked him to deliver it. We don't know who this guy is that he's taking it to. And I want to know more about this painting. Yeah. Yeah, we still ha I agree with Mr. Barkley. I feel like there's just too many unanswered elements to this puzzle. Uh, we, we need to figure out who this Philip Stone gentleman is, for example. But if Pearlie doesn't make good, he's in a world of hurt. Exactly. But he doesn't have a timetable. Um, does it? Well, at least they didn't give him. That's right. They didn't give him anything, you know, specific. Yeah, I think I remember him saying that. We have like a few days that we can get it to. Well, what about this other guy? The guy who tried to strong arm him into him into giving him the painting. We never asked about that. Yes. Who who was the gentleman that dropped off the painting? Pearly didn't say. Uh, yeah, as I understood it, it was just somebody who wanted the painting, but but Pearly said it wasn't his to give, it wasn't his to sell. What if he comes back? Back to Pearly, you mean? Yeah, he knows Pearly has it. He saw Pearly carry it into his house. I'm gonna look at Johnny with a question mark. I want to know who he owes this money to. That's 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 what I'd like to know. Well. You know, does he, is he owing money to someone who's legit, or there's a lot of these operations where they'll, they'll just get someone in, get someone into debt just so they can use them to run errands. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was a gambling debt, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so. Office, uh, Frankie, why don't we? Take a quick uh, ride around to just to check on him, make sure he's all right. Snooping on the outside, and then around here, um, if everything's okay. I think Pearlie's got a lot of information that we could use. He's yeah. a place star. Well, and if you want to research the artists, then yes. uh, we would want to go to. Uh, uh, the local museum or the art club well it might be difficult to, to get yeah. them to talk about the artists uh, since they don't like either one they might mm. talk about something well it might be easy to get them to talk but well, that's that's less urgent than finding out mm. about the people who want this painting moved from one place to another mm. that is true so perhaps uh, uh, I, I can do this if anyone wants to join me, but perhaps I can try and find more information about the, the um, uh, I, so I'm sorry, real quick to jump out. Philip Stone, was he the buyer of the painting? Uh, Philip Stone is the gentleman that Pearlie is supposed to take the painting to. Yes, okay. So perhaps I can find out more information about this Philip Stone fellow who lives up on Beacon Hill um, and understand more about the buyer and his proclivities. Um, and then 
perhaps uh, someone else can go check on Pearly, get his feel of the situation. Uh, perhaps, you know, since he hasn't been drinking, presumably, uh, he'll be a little bit more um, cognizant of these things. Well, uh, I did not see any things in the painting, so, but I am cooperating you because you are all my friends. Uh, what would you like me to do? Where can I fit in? Well, I can bring you all coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that since you're since you're an artist, you can go down to the museum and maybe ask around. Probably be a bit more comfortable with you and open with you. Get a bit of information that we couldn't. Well, then perhaps uh, was Maggie also going to go to the the museum? Yes, I'd like to, um, but. Frankly, I don't feel comfortable going with you, Gerard. Really? She kind of looks off a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Frankie like, oh, what's going on here? Yeah, what did we miss last night? Um, she's like, I would, I would prefer not to. Um, so to kind of break the ice a little bit, <laughs> uh, Maggie kind of turns to the uh, the other gentleman. Uh, well, how about we go to Pearly's now, see if we can get more information. I'm going to try and see what else I can get out of him about this Philip Stone fellow. Um, and then uh, I'll head over there uh, to his residence tonight and see if perhaps I can get more information on, on him. All right. Hey, Janice, can I ask a question Sorry, about the painting? Go ahead, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Wait. No, no, you, you, you go ahead. I just had a question about the painting itself. Uh -huh. um, I'm trying to get a sense, I mean, the art world is a huge world. So looking at the painting, how would you describe it? Yes. Would it be like more like fine art? Like, like a... Um, uh, Gerard's mentioning museums. Is this something you might see in a museum, or is this like low-brow um, art? Or well, it's it's certainly above dogs playing poker. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it is not. Um, at least just looking at it, it is not terribly well executed. It looks like something that uh, you might hang in a living room in a middle class house that has pretensions to knowing art mm, okay. uh, it only becomes much more detailed and much more um, artistic when it's in its moving phase so just looking at it when it's just being a painting uh, it's not terribly impressive okay all right thank you All right, so we're all heading over to Pearly's. Yes, and perhaps you all can get more information about the seller, and I can get more information about the buyer, the seller being the gentleman who passed off the, the painting to Pearly. Um, so I think that should be kind of our, our mission. Um, no, we are not all going. Have fun. Fine. 
if you insist. Well, I'm I'm going over to Pearlie's, but uh, yeah, Frenchie, don't 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 take any wooden nickels. Um, I should not take any wooden nickels. <laughs> uh, when we're in the car or whatever on the way to Pearlie, I'm assuming we're we're in the car now, and sure. Gerard isn't with us. Um, right, and I'll tell you what I'm going to do in a minute. Okay, okay. all right. Uh, uh, Tom, I don't know if you should have your headphones hmm? on. <laughs> Would you mind taking off your headphones? Give me a thumbs up when. Okay, okay. Uh, so just while we're on the car ride over, I just want to say I'm sorry for that awkward moment back there. Um, I don't believe Gerard is is who he says he is. Uh, I think he is a liar. I think he is not an artist. I think he is putting on uh, presumption in some sort of some sort of uh, guy. Just hold on, hold on a minute there, sister. That's my pal you're talking about. What Do you know more about this Gerard fellow? Because I sure don't. I feel like he has ties to perhaps seedier enterprises, perhaps he's a, of the he's kind a, he's of yours. He's a good fellow, that one. I know he's, 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 a, he's a bit of an oddball, but he's a, he's a, he's a good guy. You leave him alone. Leave my buddy alone. Is he? If Pres, if Pres speaks for him, I'm for him. Is he actually an artist, Pres? Well, you know what they say: man say I'm a ting, then him a ting. Why do I suddenly want uh, spinach now? Um, uh, I I'm I'm still harbor some doubts that that Gerard is really who he says he is, and I feel like he's just putting on this guys to protect himself from the law. I think he's he's part of whatever under crime underworld that that. I've I've never known him being involved in any capers. Well, perhaps I'm wrong, but a woman's intuition intuition is usually right. So, anyways, that's Mag Maggie is harboring suspicions against uh, against Gerard. So that's that's why there's the the awkwardness. Okay. So did did that clear the awkwardness, or did that? Uh, well, it just opened it up for you. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. Okay. I would think that. Um, oh, yeah, he's got his uh, headphones on. Okay. Yeah, you did give me a thumbs up. Yeah, right? I gave him a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> And get him back in it. So. Just wanted to keep you guys in the loop on on that. Uh, Gerard, where are you going to be going while they go talk to Pearly? Well, since they have decided to go in different directions, I'm going to go not to the museum, but to uh, some of the local galleries. All right. Um, his art is modern. It's not worthy of a a museum so i'm going to go check around some of the local galleries okay are you looking for work by lambert or by his mentor i'm going to mention both lambert and uh, pickman okay all right um you can uh, i assume you're going to the more sort of progressive mm -hmm. little little galleries People rather than traditional stuff. yeah okay all right um 
most of them have not heard of Lambert. A couple of them have uh, heard of Pickman in connection with this uh, scandal that happened with the with the art club. Uh, we, what, and, what exactly was the scandal? Can you tell me? Well, um, they said that uh, his work was beyond the pale, but you know how closed-minded and narrow-minded their views are, they're traditionalists. Of course, of course. Are there, um, any, are there any examples of his artwork? Most of them, I believe, have been bought up by collectors of a certain caliber, if you understand my meaning. Hmm. Do you know any, uh, any of their names, any famous ones? Well, um, I don't know many people outside of Boston and the East Coast, but um, you know, uh, Philip Stone is certainly uh, always, he's got a standing order for anything that's fairly eclectic. Ah, Philip Stone. Ah, his reputation precedes him. Um, some people have said that uh, the reason why they were uh, booted out of the art club didn't have so much to do with their art, but mm, maybe with the um, fairly close relationship they had with each other. I see. Now, well, yeah. you know, people will always talk. We, oui. But to Jeremiah Lambert, you haven't seen any of his work or... As I understand it, he was uh, rather more like a cut-rate Pickman. Mm. Copied his style uh, not very well, from what I understand. Perhaps tried simply to uh, shock people. Yes, yes, exactly. Without much uh, merit or skill or technique. Hmm. Well, that is very interesting. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. All right. It's very nice over there, yes. Ah, you have an eye for things. <laughs> of course. Thank you very much. And I, and I, I leave. I try a okay. couple of other galleries asking around as well. Yeah, you get, you get about the same information. Um, you get the impression that uh, Lambert's artwork is fairly um, rare. Mm-hmm. And people know his name in connection with Pickman, but not really much about him or his art per se. So, hmm. haven't shown up in galleries, for instance. All right. Um, at this point, then, I'm going to turn and head back home. Okay. All right. So, you'll probably be gone maybe an hour, hour and a half, mm -hmm. about. Okay. Well, you folks all pile into Pearlie's. Uh, at this late hour, he is just now getting up and uh, having some coffee. He's still in his pajamas and robe and looking kind of scruffy around the edges and uh, very red-eyed from late night. Uh, he's got a gig to play later tonight, but uh, that's not going to start until 8 or 9 o'clock, so he's got a couple hours to get some food in him and... Uh, and uh, he'll open the door and be fairly surprised to see the whole group of you standing there. Um, but we'll welcome you in, ask you if you'd like some eggs or some bacon or coffee. 
John Tootenhood. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Fix, fix me up a plate. Yeah. I didn't even have anything to eat this morning or afternoon. Yeah. Evening, right, whatever well. you want to call it. He'll uh, fry up some eggs and uh, make small talk unless you guys start peppering him with questions right away. No, I'll, I'll sit down and enjoy my breakfast or lunch or dinner, whatever he wants to call it. <laughs> dinner. And, um, and, and then, you know, I'll, we'll have coffee. We'll, we'll chat about what happened last night as far as the party and everything like that. Yeah, talk and about the music. We'll, you know, I'm trying to sort of lighten up his mood and get him to laugh a little bit here and there. Oh, good. Yeah. And yeah. Then we can sort of ease into that. Ease into those questions. And, and so, like, I'll I'll start it off by saying that um, first, the you know, you you uh, it's 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 safe. You he looks know, relieved. Ah, uh, good. Yeah. Good. But then I'll ask. Um, but you know, I'm curious. Um, this this fellow that you you had uh, or, or yet you were actually delivering this for yeah what about him I'm sorry I didn't get that but yes what about him I said who is he uh, uh, you know Danny Dice but I know Danny Dice. Uh, he runs gambling. Me, I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, like I said last night, I owe him some money. I uh, got into some trouble with a couple of uh, young ladies. Um, and uh, Danny Dice, um, he told me that uh, I could get out from under my notes by uh, taking this thing to, to the fellow up on Beacon Hill. Did he say why it was worth that much? Just this errand? Um, I guess it come through a couple people's hands and um, Danny basically wanted to be rid of the thing, probably for the same reason that we want to be rid of it. Who's that so. fellow in the car? Uh, he's he's a middleman. He works for a lot of other people. His name is um, Malcolm Weatherton. He he runs errands and takes a cut off the top. If you know what I mean. Well, it looked like he was hassling last night. It, um, caused you any any sort of trouble? Oh, I don't know uh, if trouble's the right word for it. He was persistent. But he's, oh, an agent. he's not the guy who's, he's not the principal here. Well, I think he represents somebody else who's interested in this thing. Okay, so we've got uh, got sort of a bitters war going on. Apparently so. So Would you happen to know who he might be working for? Could be any number that... of 
a handful of people uh, could be even someone not even you know, not even local New York maybe or Paris um, I mean if they've got any idea that this thing can do what it does then there'd probably be any number of people interested in it so that, well, that's that, morbid interest that leads me to my next question uh, this piece coming from my my background in art, I can tell it's it's not particularly, uh, shall we say, a desired item um, in the traditional sense. Um, is there some connection that you know as to why this piece is so so desired? Is it uh, well? You saw something last night, right? He looks a little doubtful, like he, he's a little fuzzy on some of last night's events. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we, has, we, yeah, we saw something. Has anyone then, talked about stuff like this to you before in, in your circle? I'm, I've never seen anything like this in my entire life. I mean, sure, I wanted to see what it was. You know, I figured it was some sort of, uh, well, I don't know, fancy pants painting from Europe or something that they were chasing around and so many people were interested in it and didn't look like much of anything to me until it kind of shudders all over a little bit and holds onto his cock. Uh, How did Malcolm you had? How did Malcolm what? How did Malcolm know you had the painting? I don't know. Well, how soon after you got the painting did he show up and try to hassle you? Well, I had it at the club overnight, and I was bringing it back to keep it at my place yesterday, and uh, that's when he rolled up, gave me a ride, and um, tried to tried to buy it from me. So maybe 24 hours, a little longer. If I may be so bold, why didn't he just steal it or take it from you forcibly? Well, I don't know. I mean, he could have if he'd had a gun or something, but uh, frankly, he doesn't really look like the type who'd be carrying hardware. Uh oh. And um, all I'd have to do is go back and uh, tell Danny Dice that, uh, that this fellow picked it off me, and I'm sure he could have sent some strong-arm fellows over to, to take care of that bit of business. Of course, they would have roughed me up to make sure I wasn't lying to him first. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How much but frankly, I got no uh, use. Sorry. I got no use for the thing. I don't want it. Who else How much knew were you had... into enforce? Sorry, I thought okay. Sorry. Who, who else knew you had it? Well, uh, Danny Dice, I got it from him. Um, probably a couple guys in the band. I didn't show it to anyone, but I didn't make any big secret about carrying it over to the club after I got it. Uh, they didn't ask me about it. 
Mm. How much were you into Danny Dice for? <sighs> Couple of big ones. And he said he'd write that off just for you dropping off this painting? That's what he told me. Seems kind of iffy. Uh, he seemed happy to be rid of it, and I don't blame him now that I saw what I saw. Hmm. When did you look at it? Well, I glanced at it when I took it to the club, but uh, didn't really look at it uh, until uh, until we were on break between sets. And uh, I'll tell you, I'd like to like to throw me off my timing, my rhythm, and everything else. I just, I want to, want to be done with this as soon as possible. And, and you recognize the girl in the painting. Yeah, yeah. She used to, um, some of the club, to, I saw her in and out with a bunch of different fellows, so um, I made some inquiries. Um, I guess this was about a year ago, um, but it was pretty clear that she was working, not uh, not socialized. What I mean. Hmm. Yeah. Good-looking ladies, high-toned, high-class ladies like that only really come from one source in this part of town. So, I mean, I can't say for sure if she's one of uh, Oleander's girls, but I'm betting five to ten that, uh, that she probably is. Could you put us into contact with someone who would know how to get a hold of one of Oleander's girls? Well, Phil 80 over at uh, 80 Shot Pool Hall, um, that's a good source. I don't know if he's got a direct connection to her, but uh, he can make arrangements for you if you're interested in that sort of thing. Okay. What was that name again? Phil 80. Phil 80, okay. You can kind of hear the quotes around the 80. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking Frankie and I could uh, take a trip down there and look around, poke around. Um, not literally, we're, we're on business. Um, and uh, perhaps we can come up with something. Aren't you married? No. Oh, okay. Um, Pearly, do you happen to know where Mr. Stone's address is on Beacon Hill? He uh, fishes around in his uh, pocket and he says, oh, well, hold on a second, I've got it in the bedroom and he'll get up and go into the other room and 
be gone for a little bit. You can hear him rattling around and moving stuff around and uh, comes back out and uh, spreads out that little scrap of paper that, uh, that he showed you last night that's got uh, Philip Stone's name on it and uh, an address. Mm -hmm. um, as described before, the handwriting is uh, fairly elegant. It looks feminine. Mm -hmm. And the uh, scrap of paper is from some sort of expensive kind of stationery. Though it's very creased and kind of worn and grubby since he's been carrying it around for the last two days. Um, I'm going to copy down the address. Hmm. Um. Hey, Perley, can I ask you a question? Sure. When you saw what you saw in that painting, did it did it speak to you, or did you just see it? Yeah, yeah, I heard something. Did it, did it, it was the same as me with the girl asking for help? Kind of nods. Okay, just just want to make sure. Takes seems, a big swig of his coffee. Seems consistent. Well, what uh, I say, I'm I'm going to go by Mr. Stone's place tomorrow as a reporter, um, asking to do a write-up on him since he's you know, sort of a hoity-toity kind of guy, I'm sure, you know, he'll fit in in the lifestyle section or whatever the equivalent is. Um, and it, I don't think it would be appropriate for me to be asking around about these ladies. Um, might set off the wrong idea. But if you gentlemen want to look into that and perhaps Prez and Diz, you can, um, you know, maybe get more information from this Dice fellow, if it would be all right with, with Parley. We ask about that. You know, Maggie, I never knew a collector who didn't want to talk about his collection. Mm. Make a good point there. Pearly, would it be all right if we talk with uh, this Mr. Dice fellow? Oh, sure. Um, okay. He runs I runs dice trouble. Oh, uh, I'm sure if you want to shoot craps, he'll be happy to take your money. So does this allocation of uh, percentages, does this seem amenable to everyone? Yep. I think we've all got our own avenues uh, that we can uh, apply ourselves to. Okay. All right, so Maggie's gonna kind of hang around and wait for Gerard to come back, um, but I don't know what the rest of you guys are, are gonna do. Well, I'm going to assume I'm not going to be there for about another hour. Quite a while, yeah. So she's just going to she's just going to kind of hang around, and if there's anything else to help clean up or clean up dishes or you know whatever. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean, Curly looks like he's pretty happy for the company. Frankly, yeah. he's he he's more pulled together than he was last night, but he's still looking kind of. It's, it, you can tell it's kind of a, a show. He's still very much rattled deep down inside. So I'm going to uh, I'm going to take out the uh, 
they're quite impressive bundle of business cards that I keep in my in my jacket pocket and just uh, okay. shuffle through them seeing if there's any that I might need in the next couple of days possibly <laughs> Before we split up, can I ask, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Diz and uh, Prez, um, as as we're going to be looking into the the women, if she's in trouble, is there anything you guys can think of, like what what sort of trouble could a girl like that be in? I mean, is it, is it anything, or do you think? I'm trying to figure out who is she, who is she asking her help from? Um, the artist? I find that a little hard to believe. Um, I don't know. Just, I'm just kind of knowing what you guys know. Is there anything you can tell me? Well, you know, Those girls, they, uh, they, 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 they tend to work for quite rich guys, by my understanding. And some of those fellows have um, very unusual tastes, let's say. So uh, your guess is as good as mine when it comes to what kind of trouble she's in. I mean, it could be anything you can think of, and and, and probably from, quite a lot beyond. Heard. Clients, I guess. Yeah, I, I would guess it's something to do with her clients, but maybe I don't know. Maybe it's something to do with the the painter. Okay, all right. I just wanted another opinion. Thank you. I mean, if she's still alive, I mean, maybe it's just that she was in danger when it was painted. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how these things work. It's a good point. I was gonna, I was thinking about that, Janice. Is there any way to tell? Uh, is, is there anything in the painting that would be relative to when it might have been painted? Uh, you can tell at least from the lighting and the general sense that it was probably painted uh, springtime. Okay, so fairly recently. Uh, but um, the painting itself is older, though, right? Yes. It's yeah. On several years back, so. Yeah. Oh, several years. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so Pearlie had said need... that the last time he'd seen her was towards the end of 26. Looks okay. so like you need to find out when, when anyone last saw her then. Mm -hmm. I'm look at look the journey and see we might have to try to track down this old Leander guy. Or gal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Okay. All right, so let's go. All right. Uh, try not to get any Frankie trouble. And I, we, we head up. All right, so uh, Frank and John are going over to the pool Again. hall. Yeah, that's a good place to start. The pool hall. Okay. The pool. Yeah, that seems to be the the tentative contact place for uh, at least as far as Pearlie knows. Uh, Prez, what are what are you and what uh, are your uh, dis? What are the two of you going to do? Well, I guess we're going to go over and uh, and uh, try 
try and have a word with Danny Dice, but um, yeah, I think that's we're right. Gonna have, we're going to have to be pretty careful because uh, this, this guy sounds like a big hitter. And uh, Maggie, you're going to hang out with uh, Pearly until Gerard shows up. Yeah, yeah. I need to have a talking to to Gerard. <laughs> All righty. And then tomorrow morning, I'm going to see if I can arrange a meeting with um, Philip Stone under the auspices of uh, doing a newspaper write-up on him to see if I can get any more information on him at his house. Okay. All right. Uh Alrighty, um, I'm not entirely sure what the easiest way is uh, to do this. If uh, you and Gerard want to talk first, or I can. Um... Well, when I when I get back, I just go to my apartment. Okay, and, so uh, she's gonna have to come and find you. Fix fix myself a light meal and sit near the basement window, looking out onto the street, and smoke my uh, <laughs> cigarette. <laughs> Um, so Maggie hears the door shut, you know, so she knows that he's there, but, um, she's going to just kind of lightly tap on the door. Uh, Gerard, are you in there? We, oui. and I, I go over and I open up the door. What would you like? What do you want? Gerard, I'd, I'd like to apologize. I, I feel like I didn't get enough sleep and I'm very hungover and uh, this whole situation has just got me sixes and sevens so I just like to apologize and um, I was wondering if you'd like to perhaps join me tomorrow I'm gonna go up to Beacon Hill hmm. um, perhaps would you like to know what we discussed with with Pearlie? Um, of course, please come inside. Okay. So I'll kind of give him the lowdown and say what everyone's kind of doing, um, okay. and, you know, and then ask, uh, so what did you get up to today? Did you find any information at, at the museums? Hmm. Only that, uh, uh, I, I didn't actually go to the museums. I, 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 I went to the, uh, art galleries. Uh, to look into uh, uh, um, Monsieur Lambert and Monsieur Pickman. And, of course, their names were known, but uh, nothing in particular. That's smart. Uh, there's no way Lambert's work would ever be shown in a museum. And yet, according to you, it has some very strange properties. Yes, Gerard. Do you want to come up and look at it? Perhaps this time you'll you'll see you'll see what we all saw. I, I've looked at it three times. I don't see what you're looking at. <sighs> perhaps, perhaps it was a combination of uh, the alcohol and the the uh, weed. Uh, perhaps it was simply. Angry. Perhaps it was simply a trick of the light. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta work in the title area. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, nothing, nothing. Um, well, that's your decision, but I, I feel very deeply affected by this. And as you can tell, the work is derivative and, you know, 
fairly bourgeois. Um, so I, I normally would not feel this way about it, but how can you deny that uh, four people, five including Pearlie, have all seen this? And why do you suppose that there is this gigantic bidding war on this thoroughly uh, banal piece of art? Uh, why would anyone be interested in buying this? Mm. Philip Stone can afford, uh, you know, a Da Vinci sketchings, you know, why would he, why would he want this, you know, piece that my parents in Springfield would, would gladly hang on the, uh, the formal dining room? Perhaps you are right. I, I am, perhaps it was the alcohol and the, um, the drugs that have affected me as well. I, I am still feeling a great deal of resentment towards you. You embarrassed me in front of my friends. And uh, perhaps give me a while to think it through. And uh, perhaps tomorrow morning we shall be friends again. I absolutely agree. I acted terribly and I'm very sorry, but um, I'm just kind of grappling with this situation and, and perhaps I lashed out at you. Um, I've just heard things and I, uh, um, I, I, I don't like to consort with, with people who are involved in uh, enterprises that are not on the lawful side of things. You should get used to it. <laughs> In this part of town, almost everything anyone does is unlawful in some way. And there is yes. uh, something to be said for a little bit of unlawfulness. <laughs> I hope we're talking about the same thing. <laughs> All of it. I, I saw you drinking last night, and as far as I know, there's prohibition. Yes, that's true. But uh, as we know, that law is it's going to be on its way out. I'm sure of it. Um, well, anyways, Gerard, I will let you get some rest. Um, I just wanted to apologize for my conduct earlier. That was very unbecoming. I'm sure probably would let you look at the art later on if, if you like. But I will, I will bid you adieu. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, maybe. All right. John and for, those, for those who are my fans, it's a pencil. <laughs> it looks very realistic. I know. <laughs> I was surprised how good it looks. Uh, you can hop into uh, Frank's car and uh, go over to the uh, even more seedier side of town. Uh, I don't know if either of you are actually familiar with this place, if you shoot pool at all. But uh, if not, uh, you can ask around and... Uh, find out where it is it's not hard to find i think i've been here yeah, Frankie and I, yeah yeah we've been here before yeah uh, this is definitely a um, a room full of masculinity there is cigar and cigarette smoke in a big haze over the pool tables um, even some old brass spittoons set aside in the corners from uh, from the old 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 days, sawdust on the floor. Um, the bar is a plank of wood thrown over a couple of barrels, and um, a lot of uh, freeloaders here, 
people not dressed too well, a couple of fellows that are probably pool hustlers or dressed a little more sharply. Um, and you've got a mix of all sorts of people here. There are uh, day laborers and uh, a uh, fellow in a uh, evening suit that is sleeping off uh, drunk from the night before in the corner. But um, the only thing in this place that is kept neat and tidy are the pool tables. They are beautiful. The wood's all polished, the felt's just brushed, and uh, the, uh, the balls and the cues are kept in really good condition. The rest of the place looks like it might fall down in a, in a strong wind. It's pretty dilapidated, but uh, boy, those pool tables, they are gorgeous. <laughs> Nice. That's that's where the money is. It's, uh, yep. Take care of that. Yeah. Exactly. And there are a couple of guys sort of practicing, not really shooting for money or playing playing a game, but uh, mostly kind of hanging out and chatting and occasionally taking a pot shot at uh, putting a ball in a corner pocket. Um, place at least now probably doesn't doesn't get jumping for a good long while. So it's pretty quiet now. Not too many people here. So what do you think, Johnny? Um, we, we probably need to talk to whoever's in charge. Yeah, I'll let you, I'll let you uh, take the lead since um, you're, you're interested in actually procuring one of these young ladies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hypothetically. There's a, there's a fellow uh, behind the bar. Uh, he's pretty broad um there's a baseball bat leaning up against one of the behind one of the barrels he's uh flipping through a comic book uh how am i gonna do this good afternoon sir um, let's start off should we get a table what do you think you're up i mean like do you think we're uptown somewhere man <laughs> no let's buy let, let, let's uh, see what he has behind the bar uh, or something. If he has whiskey, be a little top shelf. Yeah, I'm not saying this too loud. <laughs> but yeah, let's let's start off by buying a drink and chatting up the uh, barkeep. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's your poison? Uh, do you have any whiskey? Furniture polish. <laughs> sure. Make it two. Yeah. Reaches down and pulls up a couple of little shot glasses that are not too terribly clean and uh, reaches into a wooden crate that is sitting on the floor near his feet and uncorks a bottle and pours a couple fingers in. And uh, Does it smell like uh, figuring out polish? <laughs> It smells like something chemical. <laughs> it's probably got some kind of alcohol in it. All right. I'll, I'll be the brave one first, and I'll take a shot. Do that. I'll say uh, this is, I mean, last night was was pretty good. Uh, we, 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 uh, house, I guess that's the term that we'll use. Um, Here's to trying to find some nice young ladies tonight. And I'll play my shot glass with, with you, Frankie. Yeah. Toss 
one back. Yeah, it burns going down. <laughs> Do I die instantly? <laughs> it ain't smooth. Well, he kind of sizes. I'll, I'll pull out a couple of coins and put you know plank them down on the uh, on the table, and I'll ask for another shot too. Well, that kind of surprises him, but he'll pour you another one. He sort of sizes you both up and down and uh, says, um, how much are you looking to spend? I look at freaking. What's on your top shelf? Uh, you two don't look like you've got the scratch for top shelf. Unless you're planning to share. Look at Johnny. Well, it's, well it's, it's an idea. Um, so maybe not top, top shelf? How about like the third shelf from the top? <laughs> <laughs> well, arrangements can be made. Um, you're not looking for a specialty act, are you? No, no, just just the usual. All right, all right. Well, for me anyway. <laughs> Slides his eyes over to Johnny. Well, got Frank. Like, hey, this is your rodeo. <laughs> so who who do we who how, how do we do this? Do we talk to you? Is there someone else we need to talk to? Well, he uh, scrunches around in a back pocket and pulls out a little black book hmm. and thumbs through the pages and he says, "Well, if you're looking for." cheap you can call this number he scratches it on a little script paper if you're looking for something a little more quality you can uh, call this number and if you're looking for top shelf then um, i might be able to arrange something a little more personal for you and direct hmm. Uh, I have a question. I mean, this is sort of outside of uh, in, a, in a painting. Did she think that was top shelf, middle, or sort of lower? Uh, very pretty. Looked to be maybe 23 or 24. Um, definitely a high-class gal. Hmm. Well, then I'll, I'll, uh, and I'll look at Frank and I'll say, well, last night did pay a little well. Why don't we, uh, just go all out, man. You only live once, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why don't we, uh, why don't we go for the top shelf? Treat ourselves. Yeah. All right. He thumbs through his book, 
Um, you had a preference for blondes, brunettes, redheads. Um. What did uh, the girl in the painting have? She was blonde. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, I have certain tastes, and I'll, and I'll try to describe the what I saw in the painting. Ah, okay. Well, uh, he doesn't pay too much attention to what you're saying until you get a little bit further into the description, and then he kind of looks up sharply at you. Ah. Um... We can find you something like that. Not exactly like that. Uh, that girl, she she's not working anymore. Oh no. No. Um, Hold on, Mr. As the the two of them are talking, I will um, quickly like look around the room and see if anybody's listening in to our conversation. Huh. Doesn't appear to. They're not really paying that All much right. attention to you. So. Okay. Um, you're looking for something that caliber, then? Well, I've I've heard talk of this girl, and that's why I was curious. So. Uh, she's you're saying special. she's not available. Um, but we're likely to be able to turn up something. Uh, pretty close. Now, um, the lady that runs these girls, she needs to make sure they're going to be safe. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, uh, when you want to meet, where would you like to, where'd you like this girl to come? You got a hotel, you got a place. <laughs> Um, yeah, we could use my place. Um, to make sure your wife is at home. <laughs> trying to think, should we set up for tonight or tomorrow night? How about tomorrow night? Yep. He'll give you a little scrap of paper to jot down your address on. Yep, I'll give my address. And, uh, he says, I'll try to find you somebody that's a close match. So you said she. Are we going to be only dealing with you, or are we going to get to deal with her? Well, Miss Oleander, she doesn't normally meet with people face up. But uh, you got enough scratch to spend. Um, you want something real specific. Something caters to unusual tastes, then you might have to talk to her directly about something like that. Otherwise, uh, otherwise I can set you up with one of her girls. Hmm. How much, how much dough are we talking? 20. It's coming out of your cut. I look at you, Frankie. It's a lot coming of money. out of my cut. You're Look, That's a lot of money in the twenties. <laughs> I know, um, I, and I and I, I look at you. I'm like, look, it's because I'm not married and you are, man. Doesn't mean that you 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 like I have all this money in the world. Um, 
tells me. All right, well, we'll, we'll uh, I'll come up with it. All right. You owe me one, man. And I'm paying for it now. You owe me. Part of it. We're going in on together. Hey, Miss Oleander's girls, they're well worth the money. All right. Again, you only live once, right? All right, so uh, let's set it up then. Okay. Well, he'll uh, get the address from uh, from Frank. Um, he'll say, uh, what time is going to work for you two gentlemen? 2 a.m. All right. Jots that down in his little book. Um, what names would you like to go by? I've never done this before, so I'll say Frankie. Uh, Harry and Sam. Harry and Sam. All right. Mr. Harry, Mr. Sam. She'll be there. Right, uh, right on the dot. Cash only. Up front. Okay. Thank you. I'll ask for another drink before we leave. Okay. Cross your fingers. Hope you don't go blind. <laughs> it's pretty rasty yeah. stuff. It's like turpentine. <laughs> but the bartender's impressed that you drank three of them. Am I stumbling on the outside? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frankie can throw an arm around your shoulder and make sure you don't fall over your own feet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And I'm still saying you owe me one. Oh, yep. Yeah. I'm going to presume you folks are going to go and get ready for your gig tonight since uh, since you're probably playing. Yeah. It's yeah. getting fairly late. Yeah. So. All righty. We'll send you guys off to do that. So, Prez and Diz, uh, your guys are going to go talk to Danny Dice. Okay. So, Diz. What's the what's the plan here? I mean, are we just going to go in and ask to talk to him, or are we going to play some dice? Uh, I th I think we should uh, scope the place out first. But uh, my inclination is to be straight with him. Uh, he might have you know if he was uh, you know hooched out by that uh, that painting, he might be wanting to talk about it. Okay, but just you know be. Be, be wary. This 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 guy's a heavy hitter. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that's what they say. But um, so let's let's check it out first, and then uh, decide whether we want to try to go straight or uh, at an angle. Okay. Well, you know, just in case it comes down to it, just between you and me, um, I'm strapped. So, so you know. Okay. So uh, we'll go into the joint and take a look around and uh, maybe play for a little bit. Okay. See what's there. Uh, we're looking for uh, where the heat is. Okay. And uh, where his office is and just uh, the general layout and atmosphere. Um, it is not 
as you can well guess, a particularly high-end gambling establishment. There are uh, mostly card games going on here. Um, the door on the back side's got a place where they can drop a bar in in case they're uh, raided by the police. They've got a couple of uh, bolts to go out the back. Uh, of course, there's booze here. Uh, not too many women, surprisingly. Um, it seems to be very much focused on uh, parting people from their hard-earned cash. There are a couple of slot machines in the back. Um, you don't see any dice being played here, uh, but that's probably either in the back room or someplace else where, where the, the rollers are. But um, it's busy. It's low-key. Uh, they definitely have some, some big muscle guys sort of hanging out in the corners and walking around between the tables, keeping an eye on things. Uh, they are carrying, for those of you that are good at spotting that sort of stuff or looking for it, they're definitely carrying some, some heavy hardware under their coats. Um, they are not wearing suits tailored to hide weapons. They're just sort of there. Um, and you get an occasional glimpse of them as they pass by. Um, and uh, it seems pretty orderly, not at all rowdy, pretty quiet. Um, not a lot of yelling and shouting. Um, you know, people are fairly well-mannered, and anyone who isn't probably gets whacked on the head with a big stick and tossed into the alley. So, so they're serious about what they're doing. They are serious. Uh, it doesn't look, at least what you're seeing on the tables, to be terribly high stakes. Which means that there's probably some rooms in the back where the where the high rollers are. Is uh, is there who's is there a manager on the floor? Somebody there is the running place. Yeah, yeah. There's a fellow does, there. Does he, does he look like bright... the description of dice? Uh, he, I don't know how much of a description you got from Pearly, but uh, this guy is short, broad-chested, wearing a bright, bright uh, checkered shirt with a short cigar kind of perched in the corner of his mouth. Um, so he kind of swaggers around like he owns the place, which he probably does. Uh, but he definitely does not, he looks kind of um, lower class, more lower class than most of the people here who are, who are playing. Looks like he might be the guy then. Yeah. Kind of leaning against the bar with his elbows against it. Uh, I think we should go straight in. What do you think, Brez? Yeah, better to be up front. Uh, yeah, it'll be a lot less likely to get us uh, hurt. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. We know where the door is. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll approach the uh, the checkered gentleman. Okay. Uh, he has to look up because he's shorter than both of you. Um, oh, he's not shorter than Well, maybe he's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a midget, so. <laughs> so he'll look you in the eye, but he'll look up at Prez, who's probably taller than him. And uh, kind of raise an eyebrow and wait to see what it is that you want to 
you want to say? Uh, I take it from uh, from your uh, attire that uh, that your dice. Oh, reaches into his shirt pocket and pulls out a couple of uh, pair of dice and sort of rattles it in his hand. <laughs> says, "Got that? Uh, got that right, Bucko? You two looking to play?" No, nah, not really. We are actually looking to talk. We uh, we're friends of Pearlie's. Oh, he's a good customer of mine. So we hear. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not uh, so you lucky. Go, you a few we'll make it worth your while. For, uh, sure. Can, uh, can we step off the floor where it's a little quieter? All right. Uh, gentlemen, follow me. He uh, motions to one of the bruisers who uh, falls in behind the three of you, but uh, he'll stand outside the office door, and uh, he takes you back into this small, cramped little room that's piled high with papers and uh, girly magazines and pinup calendars, and uh, it's a real little rat's nest back here. Nice little place and, you go uh, here. He squeezes in behind the, the table and will shove some papers aside if you guys want to sit. Okay. Leans back in his chair, puts his feet on the desk, and kind of turns sideways to look at both of you. So uh, let me introduce myself. My name is uh, Diz Artizani, and uh, I hand him a business card. And you've, you've seen the business cards. So. Nice. If you're ever in New York, wait, come see me. Which family are you with? I'm independent, actually. Still. Oh. Well, that says something. I'm not sure what, but it says something. Um, we were looking for a little bit of information that you uh, you might be able to share with us. Maybe. Uh, we had a look at that painting that Brett, that uh, Pearlie had. He's still got it. See, he he's supposed to be taking it over to someone. Yeah, he's busy. He's been busy since last night, and he's uh, he's booked tonight. So he was planning on doing it the next couple of days. Good, good. All right. So, uh, did you take a look at that painting? Not particularly uh, good. I mean. From what you can see of the girl, she's kind of a dish, but uh, I guess if you like that stuff, uh, my tastes more run to a uh, uh, little less clothing. So does he look like he's spooked at all? Nope. Okay. Hmm. Um, oh, well, we was, uh, we was kind of wondering where it came from. You know the the Pearlie's a little concerned about the. Well, nothing illegal about it, if that's what you're thinking. No, no, no. He just wants to know what kind of trouble he might be courting. 
Well, as long as he plays by the rules and uh, does what he's supposed to, he's not going to be in any trouble at all. Well, he certainly plans to do that. At least that's what he said. Yeah, good boy. Um, but uh, uh, you may not know this, but somebody else has already expressed an interest in that paint. Really? That thing is ugly. Yeah. It's ugly. Well, yeah, but, but somebody else wants it. Well, if Pearlie knows what's good for him, he's not going to turn it over to anybody else but the fellow that wants it. Oh, well, he knows it. That's why we're telling you about it. Do you say how and much that's he was... why he plans to tell you about it, too, when, you, when, he, when he comes and reports that he's delivered the painting. Did he say how much he was offered for it? He gets this kind of shrewd look in his eye. No, oh, he didn't tell me. Prez, do you remember? Did he say anything to you about that? He didn't name a figure, but I, I got the feeling it was uh, the the fellow was was uh, was feeling quite generous. Do you want him to hold back? Talk to the other. I might be able to help that fellow out if he's looking for more of the same. You got a you got a line on more of this stuff. Mm, maybe a lot more just mm. a few or? wouldn't say a lot but uh well you know um hypothetically all right hypothetically if, hypothetically if a man had a number of in-demand paintings and there were two or more parties interested in those paintings, a man might be well served to have some of those paintings copied by uh, a relevant expert. Mm. And then all parties involved could be well satisfied with the uh, the dealings, especially if they were the kind of items that people didn't want to broadcast they had. Just oh, you're talking my language here. Talking my language. You, uh, you got a line on someone who could do that kind of work? I know a few people, but um, it might take a few days to, to get the right person. You yeah. know, and then they and then they'd have to see the paintings because they've they've got to get the right materials. They've got to got it. Everything's everything's got to look legit, you know. Well, my uh, my brother-in-law, he's uh, he's strictly legit, and uh, he's got some um, got some buildings over by the waterfront that he rents. And uh, sometimes um, people leave without paying and then whatever's left, of course, he's got to make some money on. Now, it could be, now we're speaking hypothetically here, it could be that uh, he might have maybe one or two more of uh, something that looks kind of like the same sort of thing that... Uh, Philip Stone's looking to buy, and if, um, you know, if there's more than one or two or maybe three floating around, um, I'm, I'm sure there's some, some cabbage to be made. Yeah, sounds pretty good. I mean, um, 
if something like that were to take place, I, I, I would imagine the guy arranging it would only want a, a small commission. Well, that'd be fair. Uh, just something, for, something for the arranging, something for the fellow who's going to do the work. So um, how do you reckon a fellow might go about arranging to, uh, to see some paintings like that? Well, I have to talk, of course, to my, my brother-in-law, but um, you line up things on your end, and I'm going to want to talk to whoever it is that uh, is going to be making artistic interpretations of the originals. And... Um, and then we'll see what we can come up with. Okay, I've, uh, yeah, I think I've got an artist in mind. Good. Yeah, I think I, yeah, I've got someone in my eye. And then, um, then we can make a little money. Sounds good to me. Yeah, well, if there's, uh, there's at least two people interested in these paintings, it'd be interesting if, uh, if there might be more buyers out there. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I don't think much of it, but, uh, you know, just slap a couple of blues and reds and yellows on a sheet of canvas and somebody's bound to pay something for it. Well, you know, if it looks right, it's got the right name on it. All that gives it value is the fact that someone believes it is what they're told it is. I like so the, the way, way I, you're... The way I look at it, the way I look at it a transaction like this all we're really doing is just making more people happy i like the way you think uh, maybe you ought to talk to pearly if you get your artist friend maybe he can uh well you know um make a copy of the one pearly's got for posterity i mean we wouldn't want it yeah, yeah. i mean it might it might take a might take a little while to to arrange that. I mean, I know you have to wait for these things to dry and things, but uh, it's a slow process. But um, yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll ask my guy, see what he thinks. Good. To have a look at it. Good. Okay. Well, look, I'll get back to you in the next couple of days. That would be great. And uh, some people down, and we'll arrange something. Yeah. Yeah. Once we get everything in line, then um, I'll get in touch with my brother-in-law, and we'll uh, see if he got anything else out of that. Uh, out of that empty place. Hmm. How did you get in touch with uh, Stone? Oh, well, everybody knows him. Yeah, so he's got a running order for this this kind of stuff? He's got a reputation in certain quarters for um, eclectic items. I get you. Ugly painting to half-naked women. Well, mostly, yeah. Anybody else interested in the same sort of thing? I mean, we there's obviously somebody else out there. Do you know who that might be? Well, anybody with money and a lot of time on their hands, they're looking to fill that time. Now, uh, this stone fella, he's, uh, I'm sure he knows other people who got tastes similar to his. But well, this, um, uh, this other guy has hired Malcolm Weatherton to look for paintings. Hmm. 
Well, there's big money there somewhere. I wish I could get a piece of that action. Well, you never know. So you don't know who he might be working for? Could be any of a dozen people. Could be somebody not even in Boston. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we'll be back in the next couple of days. As, as yeah, then we'll, uh, we'll get things arranged. We'll, uh, we'll bait the hook and see if any of the big fish bite. That sounds old. You understand, uh, you'd be putting the majority of the work, so um, I'm not greedy. Oh, I'm sure we'll come to a, a mutually satisfactory arrangement. Well, we got to make sure our artist friend can do this thing. Yeah. Well, you have him take a look at that one that Pearlie's got, and um, maybe he can take some photographs and work from some photographs. Yeah, he might need to look at the others in order to be able to really tell if he can do it. Mm. Well, see, the more like, the more of the paintings that, that the artist sees, the more of the feel he gets for that artist's work. Yeah. The more well, I don't know how many more of these things my brother-in-law's got. I know he's got at least one more. Um, of course, he's looking to capitalize on it because uh, he's out a couple months' rent. So. Yeah, well, that's twice as many as we've got now. Uh, you get it all set up. Uh, you make sure that whoever this fellow is is going to do the work. He's a trustworthy sort. We don't want this getting around. And uh, we'll set something up. Okay. Sounds good to me. Sticks his hand out and shakes his hands with you. Yep, I'll do the same. Dollar signs dancing above his head. Don't get up, we'll see ourselves out. Okay. The big guy out front will open the door for you when he hears you moving around the office and uh, gives you a little nod as you pass by. How you doing, sweetheart? <laughs> and off. <laughs> and off you go. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, Maggie, are you going to go back and try to get some work done this evening, or are uh, you going to just hang out for a while? Pearlie's got a gig, so he's going to be leaving around 9, nine o'clock. To... Yeah, I mean, I've, I didn't set up any uh, contact or, or okay. you know, getting back in touch with, with the guys afterwards, which right. she's thinking, like, oh, shoot, I should have done that. Um, so, but what I think she's going to do is just stop by the jazz club tonight because she knows that the two jazz players are going to be playing and just kind of get an idea of where they're at. All right. If she can try and get a hold of present is, maybe she can right. find a number somewhere All right. from someone to get a hold of them in the morning just so she has an idea of what to, what sort of angle to go with when she calls Philip uh, to try and arrange a meeting. I'm going to assume that... Uh that uh, Frank and John let everyone else know where they were playing tonight in case and see you or whatever. So, uh, so Maggie will hide herself off to the club. What about you, Gerard? Are you going to hole up in the basement? Um, you know, I've, I've had a light dinner and I've uh, tidied up my place and I've kept a lookout the window. Um, 
to see what's going on if people are coming and going. So you said uh, that you said that Pearly leaves about nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah, he's going off. He's got a gig to play tonight, so and probably won't be back until one one a.m. sometime after midnight at least at the earliest, probably closer to one or two. Right. So. So. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure exactly that I want to discuss in front of all of these people what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tables have turned. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll I'll email you later on. Okay. And, uh, all right. We're, we're almost at the end of the evening anyway. We are. We are indeed. All right. Um, Prez and Diz, are you guys going to go to... Frank and John's nightclub. Are you going to turn in for the night? Uh, what else are you going to do as we uh, close out this afternoon? Um, I think I'm going to uh, pay a late night call to Gerard. Okay. Yeah, I'd like to go along on that. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pick up a, a bottle of some something from uh, from a guy I know. All right. Something nice. Okay. Sounds like we'll have just about enough time for you guys to go and chat with him before we wind up this evening. What? Uh, when are you guys coming over? Oh, we're we're coming over right now. But I mean, I mean, in the game. Oh. Um, what time is it now? Um. You guys talked pearly for about an hour. It's probably around nine o'clock. Would be my guess. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll turn up about half nine, half week. So as Pearlie's leaving, you guys come downstairs? Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Bearing a, a very nice bottle of bourbon. Mm. Bit of, uh, oh, gentlemen, pre please come inside. Pre-prohibition pre stuff. Please, please come inside. Hey, buddy, how are you? Ah, uh, monsieur, I am, I'm quite well. So what I, have you been up to today? Well, we, we went to see this uh, Danny Dice fellow. Hmm. And, um, well, we, we, we discovered that uh, he's, he's got more of these paintings. Really? Yeah, um, seems his brother-in-law owns a place that used to be the artist's studio, and the artist uh, skipped out without paying his rent. Because his stuff is ugly. Well, it may be the case, but it's uh, ugly but in demand. Um, now, we kind of had a chat with this fella hmm? and uh, led him to believe that um, we had the wherewithal to uh, how, how would I put it um, make some sensitive reproductions of these uh, decidedly inferior paintings <laughs> you could hire a small schoolgirl to do this for you 
Well, we'd rather hire an artist, you know, an artist of, I don't know, your caliber. Oh, I'm a sculptor, monsieur, not, an, not a painter. Oh, no, I'm not saying necessarily that you'd actually have to do the work. You'd just have to, uh, for the time being, play the role of someone who's prepared to do the work. Oh. Perhaps just until we can find, we may, we may have to find someone to actually do it, but, um, you know, I don't like actually having to do the work in return for the money. I just like thinking that I'm going to do the work. So you are hoping more to procure the paintings? Yeah. Or at least see them. Or at least bring them out into the open, see what we're dealing with. Um, if he thinks he's going to make money through this, then I, I think we're, we're, it gives us an in. Hmm. I mean, if there's, but if the if the if this other guy who wants to buy the painting, the, the guy other than Stone, if he's offering enough money, then hey, we could do it for real. But at the moment, I'm just thinking that if we're going to find out what's going on, let's just let him think that we can copy the paintings. It gives us a little while, at least a week or so. And two things we get out of this. We get to see the paintings, other paintings, and we get to see the guy's apartment. Yeah. I I don't see why that uh, you want to see more ugly paintings and the painter's apartment, but why? Well, yeah, aren't you in the least bit curious? Oh, I, I forget. I forget. A... You think there is a woman trapped inside the painting? No. <laughs> I just think that we all saw something. You didn't see it, but we all saw it. <laughs> I didn't drink as much as you did. <laughs> Maybe you should have done. <sighs> My friends, I, I, I love you. I will go on with whatever you wish. I will be your artist. Excellent. If anyone Great. can play, play the role, it's you. Mm. Hey, you got one of those? Oh, what you got one of those? Uh, what do you call them? Those those uh, little flat, round uh, French hats. Beanie. Yeah, you got one of those. French beanie. Um, Barrett. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, Barrett. Yeah, we need to get you one of those Barretts so you look like a proper artist. All right. Uh, what's you? You don't think I look like a a proper artist? I'm probably in a silk bathrobe with. Of course, you look like a proper artist, but you need to look like some uh, some cheap hoods Painter. idea of a proper artist. Is what I mean. As you, you wish. Know, you look like a proper proper artist. We need you to look like a some hoods crazy idea of an artist hmm no offense. well um i'm in i'm always in as long as there's something for me in it yep i think um i think we might if all goes well we might be able to get to the bottom of this problem help pearly and Ooh. make ourselves a few bucks on the side well, then I want 33% of any money that you make. Uh, 
Well, you know, after costs. All right, all right, after costs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's a deal. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, Excellent. My tuberculosis is my bond. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 if the cigarettes won't kill you, the tuberculosis will. The consumption. Be fashionably pale. What are you complaining about? Oh. <laughs> Wrong period. <laughs> That's 1890s. <laughs> um. So, uh, uh, we chit chat for a while. Yep. Are you guys going to stay over? Are you going to sleep here? Are you going to? No, Go. I'm head, I'll, I'll head back to my my house eventually. Okay. To my Ruben house. Yeah. After we get this set up, back to the hotel. Right. Yes, I was. We were all up last night so late. I am. I am just ready to drop. Yep. Same here. I got a lot of thinking to do. I got some thinking and some plotting and some planning. Hmm. So, uh, did we make any plans to get together tomorrow? Yeah, I think I think we should. Maybe um, I'll pop around about two-ish tomorrow afternoon. We, oui, we. Oui. I will be here um, if somebody wants to drop by. And I'll swing by uh, Dice's place and uh, let him know that uh, we have an artist lined up and we're ready to talk. Okay. We. Oui. Yeah, that sounds like a plan. So, bon. Interested to find out what the others have got up to. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll stop by the jazz club and kind of see where they're at, and then maybe um, I'm assuming. So you guys are staying at a hotel because you guys are from New York, right? So I probably would have gathered that. So I'll see if I can ring up at the hotel, maybe leave you guys a message or something. You can get back in touch with me. We'll just try and coordinate it around. So roughly we're all meeting up at 2 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. At, I am, I am still, I am still so angry I can hear that Maggie Townsend's <laughs> voice in my head. <laughs> <laughs> It'll get to you. It'll get to you down the road. <laughs> I have to send it by carrier pigeon. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and it'll be easy to coordinate with uh, Frank and John because they're at the club where you are. So, uh, you know, you can easily get in touch with them and um, plan on meeting at Gerard's at 2 o'clock the next day. Well, and I was also going to see if Gerard wanted to come with me to, uh, to Philip's place. But... Okay. We'll see. I might have to get him to pose as a photographer or something. Um, so we'll have to see. Hey, I've got a business card for that if you need to. Okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> All, right. All right. So shall we call it there? This sounds like a great, uh, great stopping point with everything That's... on Tender Hooks. All right. Our players included Steve Hill. 
uh, Jeff Wilkins, Troy Wheeldryer, uh, Mick Swan, Wayne Worthy, and myself with Janice Hill as the Keeper of the Secrets. Our musical intro, Jubilee Stomp, was performed by Duke Ellington and his Cotton Club Orchestra. We're currently producing four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a ritual listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. Uh, we have a new patron tonight, uh, Paul Hotchkiss, who has pledged $3 a month. Thank you very much, Paul. Thanks, Paul. If you'd like to become a patron, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar or two a month will help us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We love hearing from you. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of H.P. Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming. Good gaming.